Hello, hello, hello and welcome to the Ron Report for November 16th, Thursday, 2023. I actually started writing this, uh, started out as like a book report on the books that I seem to be reading at the moment. And I called it Life and Death and Literature 101. First you are born, then you live, then you die. If you haven't died yet, then you are still alive. Unless you haven't been born yet, in which case you probably wouldn't be reading this. These obvious facts are known to all, but rarely discussed. They're considered importune, impolite and awkward. A bit of a downer too. <laughs> I'd like to discuss them now. Literature, that unique human expression. I mean, birds do architecture, octopi make pictures, elephants and whales and crocodiles can talk, but literature is a domain reserved for man and woman. And what do we write about? We write about life and death and the journey in between. What else is there? And so, at the moment, I'm reading four books, flipping between The Situation, a collection of poetry from a friend I have only met on Facebook, to The Rise and Fall of Adam and Eve by Stephen Greenblatt. Turns out there are other creation myths we could have used to map out our human character, but Adam and Eve is the one that survived, in the West at least, and so here we are, <laughs> guilt-ridden and subservient to an angry God. Morality rules the roost. There is no free lunch. We could have adopted the ancient epic story older than the Hebrew Bible of Gilgamesh, Joyous sex, a gradual ascent assisted by the sacred mother, lover, benefactor, from wildness to civility, the celebration of the city and the wisdom of the ages, says Shiduri, the barista at the edge of the endless ocean. Gilgamesh, why are you roaming? You will never find the eternal life that you seek. When the gods created mankind, they also created death. And they held back eternal life for themselves alone. Humans are born, they live, then they die. This is the order that the gods have decreed. But until the end comes, enjoy your life. Spend it in happiness, not despair. 
savor your food, make each of your days a delight. Bathe and anoint yourself, wear bright clothes that are sparkling clean. Let music and dancing fill your house, love the child to hold you by the hand, and give your wife pleasure in your embrace. That is the best way for a man to live. Unquote. Shiduri's speech. No mention there of being cursed by an angry God and having to go to work. A very different narrative. In the situation, on the other hand, by Tara Liz Driscoll, covers all the angles from the absurd to the comical to the horrible to the incredibly sweet and kind. She says, maybe it's me and only me closing an old and tattered page. Maybe I've overstayed my welcome on an old and creaky stage. Ah, the sticks and stones are smiling now. The crows, I think they've left. But the cinders upon ash still burn bright upon this hearth. Out into the clearing, see it twinkling up ahead. An inkling of some something some of us have thought of and said. That's her poem, part of it. I've just begun to read her book. It'll probably take me the rest of my life. It's a lament and a celebration and a salutation. Kind of like life. Hello there, we say when we greet our fellow humans. It means I see you and I see you seeing me. In Morning and Evening, the author, John Fossey, takes us through the life of a man from his birth to, assumably, his death. I haven't finished it yet. But he writes in such a way that you forget your reading and you become that person. In the first part, the story of his birth you become several people, the woman giving birth, the midwife, the husband waiting anxiously in the adjoining room, the baby being born. And he hears the old midwife Anna say, good, good, push now, you're doing good, good, Marta. And the old midwife Anna says something and Something is pressing on his head, and the darkness is not red and soft anymore, and all the sounds, and the steady throbbing, ah, ah, there, there, ah, 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 there, ah, and ah, oh, like that, ah, eh, ah, eh, ah, roaring, ah, rushing, ah, the old river, and swaying, ee, ah, ee, ah, ee, ee, ah, eh, water. A, ah, and E, O, ah. Everything is yes, sa, sa, ah, sa, smooth, sa. And the voices, and then this horrible sound, and push, 
eh, ah, eh, and this cold, piercing, ah, ah, scraping stone, go back, ah, and ah, forth, and everything that happens, oh, to you, and it hurts, e, arms, e, legs, e, everything that is, e, fingers, and cure, e, ah, earl, up, ooh, and everything, eh, it, eh, still water, eh, ah, oh, ah, and the hard growling, and voices, eh, ne, ah, ah, and ah, ya, ah, and the eh, light, ooh, far, e, from afar, everything is somewhere else, ah, ah, and it is not there anymore, but it roars, and then a sound, a something hurls him out of himself, somehow into something, and hands and fingers, e, fingers curl up, and all these old, and everything is not where it is anymore. That's John Fossey's prose. I read it twice because I wanted to feel being born twice. <laughs> In the ancient book of magic secrets, the author makes the point again and again. Humans are a rowdy and inventive bunch. We build our cities and then we destroy them. We create systems and networks. We organize and name things, and we write it all down for posterity. What an animal. Proud and brash, kind and gentle. We have a range of behaviors unmatched in the animal world. We notice things and investigate them. How the natural world turns so easily between birth and death. And a quote. The coherence of a system that provides seeds at the same time the flower is dying, which then sprouts and fruit in their time, should give us comfort. Synchrony is a word not often used because there are so few occasions that we notice it. But it means something like symphony, like the flower and the seeds, the seasons and the rain, the drums and the strings, the bass coming on, a full orchestra effect from pianissimo to crescendo, to pianissimo again, all the parts moving together to produce feelings of elation and great pleasure. Life with its accompaniment, death." Unquote. Yeah, and so there is the whole book review. That's the whole story from book beginning to end. Life and Death in Literature 101. It doesn't occur to kids that they're going to die. It occurs to old folks, though. They can see the edge. They can feel the decline as they 
ease into that yoga move and notice that their body doesn't respond in the same way anymore. They can't see as well. They don't hear too good. They definitely can't run a mile in under five minutes. Uh, It's just as well. If you didn't age gradually, the shock of it happening all at once would kill you. That's my aging joke. I think it's funny.